Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hello and welcome to another Wessex LMC's podcast. My name is Will Howard and I'm a GP in South West Hampshire and I'm also one of the medical directors from Wessex LMC's. And I'd like to introduce Ed Rendell. Thanks, Will. I'm the other medical director at Wessex LMC's. I'm a GP based in Salisbury, Wiltshire. Good. Uh, hello. I was going to say good afternoon to everybody, but hello, whatever time of day you might be listening to this. Today, we're going to be talking about ICBs, the very dry topic of ICBs. Ed, tell us your feelings about ICBs and where you see this podcast taking us. Well, I think I think this is just, uh, we're going to have a quick chat. So hopefully keep it under 10 minutes. And just the two of us as medical directors, just having a, a few reflections about ICBs and how we're interacting uh one year on, essentially, because I think it's almost a year that they've been in existence, uh, will be from the 1st of July. So just a few quick reflections that uh, hopefully will be a massive hit on the podcast. But uh, as you say, it's a fairly dry topic, but hopefully have some help for people understanding what we're doing on behalf of practices. Excellent. So, yeah, the dry topic, but one which a lot of GPs don't know much about and uh, and therefore giving you sort of a five to ten minute chat and discussion point about ICBs will help people know what's going on out there. So, Ed, first question for you. What is an ICB? So an ICB is an integrated care board, um, but I'm going to throw in integrated care systems because we're, we're talking in different ways a little bit. So I think we all talked about integrated care systems, which are geographical areas where everyone is looking for the population. Uh, within that, there's two integrated care boards. So there's an integrated care board, which is a meeting of the top board uh, regarding NHS functions within that integrated care system. So it's a, a coming together of usually around 20 people, the chief executive, the chair, um, and part of the members. So you have chief executive of hospitals there, but there's also uh, an integrated care board organization. So I'm sat right now in Chippenham in Jenner House, and this this building was owned by the uh, Integrated Care Board, or not owned, but rented out by the Integrated Care Board in uh, BSW, and uh, they're an organisation. They're about, say, 400 members of staff, as far as I'm aware, uh, and that's also an ICB. So complicated, but uh, there's your answer. Complicated for simple people like me. You've just said there's an ICS, Integrated Care System. There's a yep. meeting of a board which heads the board organisation, which is the bit that commissions our services from us as GPs. So they're kind of the rule makers and the payment um, the payment portal for us to go through for our contracts as GPs. Um, so how do ICBs feel different to what went before them, the world of acronyms, CCGs? So I was in a CCG before this role, so I might come back to you on a sec because you were at the LMC before, uh, before me. Uh, but I suppose... Uh, integrated care systems, they, they feel a little bit more targeted at the population, thinking a little bit more towards prevention and what's the best for the population. They're organised in system, which is the whole of the integrated care system, place, which is usually a smaller geographic area. For, for instance, here I'm sat in, in Wiltshire and Wiltshire is a place uh, as one of three places in BSW, but there's other examples in the other systems we look at. And then you've also got neighbourhood, which is usually around the sort of um, PCN and that level. I suppose one big theme is it, it, it feels, I think, to practice is a little bit more distant. So you had a CCG, which is a member organisation. I was one of about nine governing body GPs on that. And you had a lot more connection points into into that organisation. So I think that's a common theme we're picking up is that it's uh, people understand it less than they did the CCG 
Um, and it therefore, you know, as an LMC, we're getting a little bit more contact and uh, it's more complicated. What about you, Will? How are you finding it? Yeah, so I think um, CCGs were kind of the clue is in the name there. They're clinical and they were very clinically led. And that felt like it gave general practitioners real ownership. We we kind of had buy-in there. They were membership organisations. They were led by our colleagues who were GPs that were voted into their seats on, on the various boards meetings that there might be. Whereas ICBs, I feel, have changed a bit. They've become less clinically led. They've become less led by GPs and that makes them feel slightly more dis- distant and certainly slightly beyond our control as on the ground GPs um, and I think that kind of it's quite difficult they're also much bigger in some cases so if I look at Hampshire Isle of Wight there were seven CCGs there's now one ICB and that makes it a huge um beast of an organization to manage and also to interact with because it can be very difficult to know who to contact again that's another thing that's made them feel a step removed um, from us so i think the size of them um, has had an impact on how we as an lmc might interact with them they've been around for a year so we're almost a year since their first inception um how, how have they been in their first year what have they been like for you um yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I think it's been a bit of a journey. I, I think there's this um, this concept of something dying off and something growing. It's almost like a, a crossover of the CCG dying as an organization and a new organization growing. And I think, you know, that can't happen on one day. You can't sort of shut down a CCG and put a, an integrated care system sort of up and running straight away. And I, I think they're so big as concepts, that sort of, lagging longer than people might have imagined it's it's taken a while for ccg and that side of things to sort of die off and i think it's fair to say integrated care systems integrated care boards of you know it's challenging to get everything going straight away from day one all different people in and and trying to get clinical leads in as well um yeah i think i think the size and and depth i mean i was going to ask you sort of interacting as an lmc does that feel different? I mean, from my perspective, I've only been here since the change, but I, I'm sort of seeing this more clump. It feels complex. So I, I'm in, I'm interacting with multiple levels and different people in different places in integrated care systems compared to perhaps what felt a little bit more of a direct, simple connection before. But is that fair? Yeah. So for me, ICBs, that, that distance I described earlier has been affected by both size, by the changes in the people working within them. So this change paralysis that happened, you just described one organization coming to the end of its life, CCGs, and then new organizations being developed, ICBs, led to quite a significant change paralysis organizationally. So lots of um, the processes we were trying to push through as an LMC to support general practice in just functioning actually stopped happening. So change stopped for a while. And no matter how hard we pushed, no one was willing to make any decisions in any direction. Those things have started to develop, and I think ICBs are now starting to be able to function independently, make decisions, support commissioning decisions, support practices. But those change in staff has made a big difference, and, and I think that's one of the things I would highlight to any GP on the ground is, is that ICBs are full of some of the people that we remember from CCGs, but a lot of them have moved on and gone, so they've lost some of that corporate memory. Um, 
And that's, I think, where we come in as an LMC is the LMC is an organization that is a constant. We've been here for a long time. Um, Some of us are older than others and have old heads and memories and know who to talk to and who to try and interact with and how to persuade people to change on behalf of general practice. So I think that this is making our job busier as an LMC where practices come when they need advice and support um, with regard to their contracts, HR, income, all of those things that we try and support practices with, and especially practice managers in these environments, is where do they go as they get less of a response from their trusted individuals in the um, what were CCGs, now ICBs. Um, and, and I think we just want to remind all of our members, GPs on the ground, practice managers who might listen to this as well, that the LMC is here for you. We are a constant, but we're a constant who is um, changing in response to all of the external changes that have been imposed upon us. So we are changing in response to ICBs to make sure we're there. We're at the table. We're negotiating on behalf of practices to try and make the best of what we've got. Brilliant. Well, I think a perfect place to finish our uh, bite-sized chat, if that's okay. We'll absolutely completely echo that. And please do make contact if we can help with anything. But yeah, in this changing uh, context of things we're, we're here for you and trying to represent you thanks Ed Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice <laughs>